Glory to God. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you, you, and you. My name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Glory to God. So we are live on Anchor.fm on Wix and Mob uh, Cam. Mob Crush, Mob Cam. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Well, as you know, every morning we uh we open up in prayer, we put on the whole armor of God, and then we talk about some stuff. And today, uh, we are talking about Jesus. Amen, amen. Today we are talking about Jesus, and um it's called Marry Me. Amen. We're talking about the Lord, and we're saying, Marry me. That's what God is saying marry me. And so we're going to talk about that. Amen. <laughs> we're going to talk about that today. So we're just going to open up in prayer. Heavenly father, we, uh, we come to you. We repent of us. We repent and change our ways from any wickedness that we may have done or encountered or participated in Lord God, because as a Christian, we are not sinners no longer, but sometimes you can make mistakes and do wrong things. And Lord God, we just thank you, Father God, for leading us in the way to go. We come to you, Lord God, through the shed blood of your son, Jesus Christ. And we just want to say thank you, Heavenly Father. We we fear you, O Lord God. We have reverence for you, Father. I thank you, Lord God, for that reverence. Hallelujah. Reverence for the Lord will save your life. Reverence for God will save your life. And I thank you, Lord God for saving our lives, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we just thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for blessing the ears and every person uh, that is listening, blessing the hearts. Uh, thank you, Lord God, that uh, as they listen to LUTG Radio, their faith is built up and they can move in boldness. Amen. They can claim their healing, take their healing, receive it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Be delivered and set free. Amen. Oppress no more for those that are in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No more possession of sin. No more oppression of sin. Blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Holy Spirit, I thank you. Speak through me today. Glory to God. Lead me in a way to go. Heavenly Father, I should say, speak through me today. Holy Spirit, lead me in a way to go. And Jesus, let your word come alive in me. Hallelujah. I should say, rise up in me because you're already alive in me. Rise up. Amen. Amen. All right. Woo. Okay. So I probably should have got some cold water. Today's show is called Marry Me. Now, the movie Marry Me, I have not seen it. So I have no clue as what that movie is about. So um, I can't tell you whether or not the two are related because I ain't seen the movie. So I'm going to say the two are not related, but the subject matter may be, but see, I don't, I ain't seen the movie. So I know some of y'all are like, ah, she, she, she vibing off of that movie. No, that movie is vibing off of the Bible probably. Cause you know, God made marriage. So anyway, like I said, I don't know what that movie is about. I only know what God is about. And he is all about you. As you listen to LUTG Radio, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And my name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show. And so God is into you 100%. He doing his thing. And as he doing his thing, we're going to go ahead and just, um, we're going to give God about 60 seconds of worship. Amen. 60 seconds. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? I can dig it. Let's do it. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord God, you are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, the praise. Thank you, Lord God, for your grace, your peace, your mercy, your love. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your mind and heart dwelling in us. Thank you, Lord, Father God, our creator. We love you. We thank you. We appreciate you. We thank you, Lord God, for your strength, your hope, your joy. We thank you, Lord God, for loving us with all your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength. We thank you, Lord God, for 
waking us up this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us a way uh, to go today. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us new ideas and inventions. We thank you, Lord God, for making us rich. We thank you, Lord God, for healing our whole bodies. We thank you, Lord God, for keeping us in your perfect peace. We thank you, Lord God, that we are slow to anger and quick to listen. We thank you, Lord God, for your love. We thank you, Lord God, for just being with us. We even thank you, Lord God, for every hair on our head, Lord God, for you said it shall not be harmed. We thank you, Lord God, for our salvation, for you said that we shall, that with long life will you satisfy us and show us our salvation. We thank you, Lord God, for our long life and our salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Woohoo! All right, so <laughs> I really got to put that up there. I mean, it's just like a little basis for it, uh, but I keep going off script. So one of the reasons why I didn't put it up there, but I can give you a little something what I start off with. So uh, like I said, this is Kathy Brox and uh, we are learning today. We are learning about marry me, about God and uh and about uh marriage and whatnot oh don't don't worry y'all don't get scared don't get scared i ain't gonna say that out of pocket hey amen i'm gonna just tell you this jesus loves you though all right go me to the book of luke because we gotta put on our armor baby <laughs> do, 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 do. all right so luke 24 45 oh my mouth is kind of dry because i sit up there and got all hot water all warm water Instead of room temperature water, thinking, oh yeah, you know, to make my vocal cords nice and warm, but I forgot it makes my mouth nice and dry. I had oatmeal this morning, so that's probably what it is. I love me some oatmeal, so oatmeal company, don't get mad at me. Um, I put, I might just be a little bit dry and I probably should have had some cold water, some room temperature water. This is where one of those things come in is if you had an assistant. Your assistant could go get you some water. But how many of y'all be thinking of sometimes of assistants like, like little kids? You, you tell you tell a toddler to go get you some water, and they'll get you the water from where they can reach. And if where they can only if only they can only reach the toilet, that's where your water's coming from. The <laughs> if they can reach the bathroom sink, if you put a stool there for them to wash their hands, they'll get up on the on that stoop and get you some water from the bathroom sink. They may drop the couple a couple of times. <laughs> but you just appreciate them just going to get you some water. So what I would do when the when uh the kids in my family were younger, because I knew what they would do, because they their heart is so pure and they just want to help. And so they would do the best that they could. So I would tell them, go to the kitchen and get the water. Whenever you get water for somebody, always go to the kitchen. They'd be like, well, I can't reach the sink in the kitchen. Get a chair. You get a chair to climb up on the counter or, or get to go get whatever you want anyway. Because you could see them from the... So if I was in my room, I could see them from the kitchen because my room was always, off the kitchen. It was off the kitchen. And so I could see them from the room. I'd get a chair, you know, and I made sure that I get rid of all the chairs that we know where the cushion was messed up, may have a nail or something in it. And so they would get a chair and they would climb up on a chair and get the water. <laughs> or sometimes what I would do is I would leave a crate in the kitchen and I would tell them, get the crate, stand on the crate and get the water. And I would make sure they had the plastic cups were around somewhere because I didn't like the kids uh, play or get water from a glass cup because I want the, I, I wasn't afraid of them messing up glasses. I just don't want the glass to break and cut them. And so I, I made sure those plastic as much plastic as possible. And so I would gradually introduce them to heavier items or go from plastic to glass. The older they got, okay, okay. Now you can use glass, but this is how you use it. And I would show them how to handle it and make sure they will hold it with two hands. Because, you know, their hands are so little, it could slip out. And I don't want that to hit their foot. And so, uh, <laughs> anyway. I know I, I, I don't have any children. I don't. Um, I ain't going to say that I didn't want to have any, but I don't. All right, so we're moving over to uh, Luke 24, 45. Um, I know, uh, y'all know a lot, lots about me that have been listening to the show for a while. So what you know, you know. And, um. Uh, we're going to leave it at that. Um, 
and what God has revealed to you, we won't leave it at that. So, but I have not birthed any children. That's I just want to say, I have not birthed any children. Um, but everybody, we, we all, it takes a village to raise people, to raise kids. So, you know, we all here together trying to raise kids. Um, I like to think that we are in the, in the kingdom of heaven. So, but let me keep going for to put on this armor of God. Cause I, I mean, I love kids and I, I get the way Jesus loves the church. You gotta, nowadays you gotta be careful when you say you love somebody or, or love a group of people. Cause people be like, what, what kind of love? You know what? Let me smack you upside the head. So when, so you know that when I say I love people, I mean the way Jesus loves the church. Jesus ain't trying to do nothing to nobody. I, right? so, um, anyway, I grew when I, when I was in Chicago and I would travel from suburb to suburb, suburb to suburb, city to city, I would find out different euphemisms that people had for good stuff and for bad stuff. And when I would, when I traveled to St. Louis and New York and New Jersey and those places, and I didn't go much, but you know, the little bit that I did travel or Wisconsin, I think I was in Minnesota, Canada. No, I didn't go to Canada. Um, but so I would find out all these little euphemisms that people had for things. And let me just tell you, I like, I like the Bible better. That That's all I'm going to say about that. I like the Bible better. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. all right here we go luke 24 45 then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures amen go with me to the book of ephesians ephesians chapter 6 ephesians chapter 6 and it starts off uh with verse 10 it says Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, <clears throat> wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Verse 18. Praying pray always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all per, with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. I got to re reiterate the 10 through 17 is what God's going to do for you. That's God fighting your battles. 18 and 19. Oh my goodness. 18 and 19. That's you. You got to speak up, bro. Sister, brother, you got to speak up. And so when, when God says he gives you the power to stand, you you moving on his power. It's you, but you moving on his power. Amen. Glory to God. Sometimes it'll come out like confidence. Amen. So praying always with all prayer and supplication. This is you moving now in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. And so who's the first person you minister to? You. You you minister to you first so you can bless other people. You got to say, oh, good God Almighty, I'm saved in the name of Jesus. I am a new creature. Second Corinthians uh, 5, 17. Uh, verse 24 says, grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Ain't that, go with me to Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 through 27. Numbers chapter 6. Now, ain't that wrong with encouraging yourself, David? 
good Lord, the house of David, the house of David, where Jesus uh, uh, is, is from the house of David. That's his, that's his ancestry. David would encourage himself. I ain't gonna say that David was the best or perfect person all his life because David messed up a lot. But David was like, you know what? Hold on. I, I, the, the, the Lord humbled him, right? God humbled him. And he was like, you know, I'm submitted straight up, Lord. I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't got no other gods but you. I'm, I'm good. Because David, David got so bad that he was like, I'm gonna just do whatever I want to do. I'm gonna do whatever I want to do. Forget it. Forget it. And so God was like, yo, David, I'm trying to tell you this. This is for your good. You, you should only have one God. You know, you, you should not let sex be your God. You should not let money be your God. You should not let bad words and cursing be your God. Because, you know, as a man think of, so he does. And so he's trying to tell David, think on these good things. You got a harem of women. You don't need somebody else's woman. You don't need to take a life of this person so you can have a woman. You got a harem of women. You can go get any woman you want. You ain't got to take somebody else's. And so uh, he had, he got humbled from that and a few other things. Uh, but David got straight and he was like, yo, I'm straight from now on. I'm good. All right, I'm gonna just follow you, Lord. And he so he began to encourage himself. He would just talk to himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm for God. I am for the Lord. Yes. And I'm paraphrasing, meaning I'm summarizing it all, but you can go check it out. All right. Um <laughs> the book of Numbers, chapter 6, verse 24 through 27 says, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they should put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, go me in the book of Psalms. God provides for every man to have free will, which means as we're, as we're reading, as we're putting on the whole armor of God, this reiterates your, your ability and your right to have free will. That's what God provides for you. And the enemy wants to make sure you don't have free will. And so God provides free will for you to choose whom you shall worship, whether you want to worship Jesus or you want to worship God's enemy. Any, any false God is God's enemy. And so like, because they come under one umbrella, which is Satan. And so, um, God is saying, Hey, you, you should have free will all the time. Every day. Ooh, I mean, y'all, I mean, yeah, every day you should have free will. Amen. Every day you're supposed to have free will. Um, and so go with me to Psalms 91, Psalm 91. It says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He should cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth should be thy shield and buckler. Thou should not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even most high, thy habitations, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I uh, satisfy him and show him my salvation. All right now. Isaiah 54, 13 through 17. Go to Isaiah 54. Amen, amen. Oh, pardon me. Glory to God. All right, so Isaiah 54, 
13 through 17, it says, And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. So one of y'all just say, my skin is smooth. Just say it, my skin is smooth. Amen. One of y'all dealing with issues of your skin, say, my skin is smooth. In all righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shall be far. Glory to God. Uh, thou, I lost my place. Oh, in all in righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shall be far from oppression, for thou shall not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold. They shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. We have just put on the whole armor of God. Amen. We just put on the whole armor of God. To God be all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Amen. All right. Woo. So um, we're about to talk about marry me in a minute. Glory to God. Uh, what I wanted to do is ask you if you had a chance to uh, participate in the fundraiser that we got here on letgradio.com. Just uh, when you come to the website, letgradio.com, uh, it'll say letg fundraiser in blue at the top, and you can click on it and you give any amount. Uh, and so what I'm trying to do is get some equipment. Um, and uh, that's like phase one, just because I really need that equipment. And then um, uh, the next phase is to get a facility for the station. And so we're, we're working on it, believing God, uh, believing God. And, you know, we're just doing everything that we can do. Glory to God. Amen. And so um, I just wanted to just see, you know, if you guys are doing that, uh, if you're able to, great. If you're not able to, then what you can do is share the link for LUTGradio.com on your social media pages um, or with, you know, folks or whatnot. And just have them check it out. Check out the website, listen to the show. Check out a lot of the free stuff we got up there that I have up there, I should say. And um, know that Jesus loves you, beloved. Amen. Uh, You can also take the 10-week foundation course. That's free. Amen. Glory to God. All right, so let me... uh, all right, so we're listening to uh, you're listening to letgradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting, and we are on Anchor FM, uh, letgradio.com, as well as uh, Mob Crush uh, for YouTube, Twitter, um, Trovo, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Trovo, Twitch, and Facebook. All right, so we're in a couple of different places, so you can hear the show. Uh, be blessed by it and, and, you know, share the link. Tell them, hey, LUTG Radio is on. Go tell somebody. Yo, LUTG Radio is on. The LUTG Radio show with Kathy Brox is on. Amen. Talk, she talking about marry me today. <laughs> marry me. All right. So we're going to get on up in it. We're going to get on up in it. We are looking at the book of Numbers. I'm, I want, I'm at the book of Numbers, chapter 11. And it says... Yeah, I'm about to read this to you. It says, and when the people complained, it displeased the Lord and the Lord heard it and be, and his anger was kindled and the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed them that were in the uttermost parts of the camp. And the people cried unto Moses when Moses prayed unto the Lord, the fire uh, was quenched. And he called, remember, prayer means to talk. It says when Moses, so that would read when Moses talked to the Lord. When Moses prayed, 
that he had he had to be in the in the midst of God. He had to be in God's in in the dwelling place. He had to go into the he had to go and dwell in God, be in His presence, to talk to Him. It says, and he called the name of the place Tabera because the fire of the Lord burnt among them. And the mixed multitude that was among them fell a lusting and the children of Israel also wept again and said, who shall give us flesh to eat? So that's key. They, they fell a lusting. They wanted, first they were complaining and then they were complaining for the correction. And then, and now they're complaining, they're complaining for, they want some, you know, they want some meat to eat. All right. And so we remember that in verse five, it says, we remember the fish, which we did eat as, uh, did eat in Egypt freely, the cucumbers and the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic. Yeah. They ate free but they ate as a slave. So that wasn't free. That wasn't free. They were the ones that planted it and picked it. And they didn't get paid for it. Ooh, I didn't mean to yell. Oh. They didn't get paid for it. They got to sleep when they were told to go to sleep and wake up when they were told to wake up and go and till somebody else's uh, farm and get no harvest other than you get to eat. Imagine working 12, 16 hours a day, and at the end of the day, all you get is a sandwich. A sandwich? Really? And so God was trying to get them out of that sandwich mentality. So (laughs) verse 6, but now our soul is dried away. There is nothing at all besides this manna before our eyes. And the manna was a coriander seed was as coriander seed and the color thereof as the color of bedellium. Bedellium is gold. And the people went out, went about and gathered it and ground it in meals or M-I-L-L-S or beat it into a mortar and baked it uh, in pans and made cakes of it. And the taste of it was as a taste of fresh oil. And when the dew fell upon the camp in the night, the manna fell upon it. Then Moses heard the people weep throughout their uh, families, every man in the door of his tent, and the anger of the Lord was kindled greatly. Moses also was displeased. And Moses said unto the Lord, Wherefore hast thou afflicted thy servant, and wherefore have I not found favor in thy sight, that thou layest the burden of of all his all this people upon me? And so now they complaining, and Moses, who's like the captain of them, it starts to complain because they complaining. So instead of, um, instead of leading them and telling them, yo, you know, chill out. You know, God got this. We we only supposed to be here for a little bit. Look, manna for two weeks ain't gonna hurt you, but you know, manna for forty years they like. Ugh. And so, what they were really tired of was their own sin, was was their own disobedience. They were tired of their own disobedience, but they were so disobedient they didn't realize that in order to get to get out of the manna stage, all they had to do was worship God, praise, and obey, so they could get to the promised land so they can get over to the place that God promised them. But instead they, instead of going forward, they went backwards. You're like, but Kathy, they, they didn't go back to Egypt. Their bodies didn't go back to Egypt, but their mind went back to Egypt. Their mind went back to Egypt. So like, we remember, we remember the leeks and the onions. They were fresh. They, re- they remember all that, right? But they forgot that there was a slave back there. I don't want no leeks and onions and fresh vegetables being a slave. Pfft, nope. Give me manna every day. Uh-uh-uh. And so I would I, I would choose, I choose obedience so that I only got to eat manna for maybe two weeks. And But their disobedience caused them to eat manna for 40 years. Yeah, I bet you they was tired of that, that, that sin. And so the way to get through is to not go backwards because you can't go through, go forward. If you are backwards, if you are constantly looking back, 
you constantly looking back then how are you gonna go forward you can't see which way to walk because you looking back stop looking back go forward and so <laughs> god was straight god was like Woo! and moses was like yo lord you know so uh verse 12 it says have i conceived all this people have i begotten them that thou should have say unto me, carry them in thy bosom as a nursing father beareth the suckling, the sucking child unto the land which thou swearest unto their fathers. Now check this out. Now Moses is doing the same thing that Adam did. It's the woman you gave me. That's what he said in the book of Genesis, uh, chapter, I want to say, uh, four. No, um, uh, it was a uh, chapter three when they sin. It was chapter three. The woman you gave me <laughs> uh, a Genesis. Just look at Genesis. Uh, so the creation of man was Genesis one through two, one twenty six through two six, and then they uh, they came together, had a baby, and the enemy got up on them. And verse and chapter three and four, um, and God was like, "Yo, I'm gonna go ahead and correct this." And so anyway, um, but in that. And when Adam and Eve sinned, Adam, who's the head of everything, said, it's the woman you gave me. And Moses is saying the same thing. It's the people you gave me. I didn't birth them. You birthed them. I didn't make them. You did. I ain't they father. You they father. You supposed to be handling this. Why are you putting this on me? That's what he tell him. Honestly, that's a, that's. That's a basic of what he's saying. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't name him. You name him because whatever you name, you are responsible for. You made this promise. I didn't promise them the goodness of the land. You did. You feel me? And so he's like, yo, God, what you going to do about your problem, your stuff? <laughs> verse, 10, verse 13 says, Whence should I have flesh to give unto all this people? For they weep unto me, saying, give us flesh that we may eat. And this is still God, uh, Moses talking to God. I am not able to bear all this people alone because it is too heavy for me. Now he's moving by emotions because of what the people have said to him, right? So he stopped identifying with God and began to identify with the people. He began to see himself less than what the anointing was that was on him. You got to be careful of that. Um, and if thou shalt deal thus with me, kill me, I pray thee out of hand. If I have found favor in thy sight and let me not see my wretchedness. Now you, you hear, you hear that? He said, let me not see my wretchedness. And so kill me for what he was saying was, Give me over to the devil. When you take the power of God off of a person, they look the opposite of God. So when God took his glory, his beauty, all his beauty and his love from Satan, from Lucifer, Lucifer, Lucifer was, went from light to dark. He went from light, from life, which is light, to dark, which is death. And so when he says, when Moses says, uh, and if thou dost, if thou deal thus with me, kill me, I pray thee out of hand, if I uh, have found favor in thy sight and let me not see uh, my uh, wretchedness. And so when he says, kill me, he's talking about some, I know you're going to send me away for saying this, but it's better that you kill me then I, I deal with this. And so, and he doesn't want, he knows that that wretchedness is, you know, he basically would be a sinner. Um, And verse 16 says, and the Lord said unto Moses, gather unto me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people and officers over them and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation that they may stand there with thee. And I will come down and talk with thee there. And I will take of the spirit which is upon thee. Listen to this. And I will take of the spirit which is upon thee. 
and I will put it upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with thee, that thou bear it not thyself alone. And so um, God gave uh, um, Adam a help me, right? So that he would not be alone, right? And so God has given Moses some help to help him to bear the burdens. And so Moses couldn't do it all on his own one because he was not Jesus. That's one of the reasons why he couldn't bear it on his own. He was not Jesus. He was not, uh, he was, he was not born without sin. And that's why he kept, he continues to identify with the people rather than identify with God and remain in complete obedience. Right. Okay. Um, and so God had to share the anointing because he couldn't carry that mantle on his own. The mantle he was carrying was a mantle of Christ. You gonna lead God's people out of hell, out of, out of, out of sin. You gonna lead them out of slavery, out of captivity, lead them into the, into the righteousness of God. That's the, the righteousness of God is the mantle of Christ. He couldn't bear it on his own. He could not bear the mantle of Christ on his own. He needed help. And even they could not even bear it fully with what they had. Because as we go on to see, some stuff happened. All right. And so, <laughs> all right. Um, it says, and I, okay. And it says, uh, of the officers, let's see him. And the Lord said unto Moses, gather unto me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people and officers over them. Bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation that they may stand there with thee. And so he's saying, go pick some people, you know, to be a faith that believe in me, that you know, to be a faith and believe in me. Who have you discerned that believe in me? Like you believe in me, that believe in me 100% that I ain't worshiping some other God. Right. It says, and I will come down and talk with thee there. And I will take of the spirit, which is upon thee. And I will put it upon them and they shall bear the burden of the people with thee that thou bear, <coughs> bear it not <coughs> thyself alone. And I, oh, and say thou unto the people, sanctify yourselves against tomorrow and ye shall eat flesh. For ye have wept in the ears of the Lord, saying, Who will give us flesh to eat? For it it was well with us in Egypt. Therefore the Lord will give us, will give you flesh, and ye shall eat. Ye should not eat, uh, ye should not eat one day, nor two days, nor five days, neither ten days, <coughs> nor twenty days. Pardon me. My spit is going down the wrong way. I'm kind of dry. I'm going to get through this though. But even a whole month until it come out of your nostrils and it be loathsome unto you because that ye have despised the Lord, which is among you and have wept before him saying, why came we forth out of Egypt? Uh, I'm going to keep on going. So the thing they complain about now, he's going to make them hate it. The thing that was not good for them, now he's going to make them hate it. Uh, one of my relatives did this to their kids. He uh, he caught his kids smoking. And so it, it kind of backfired on him, though. And so he caught his kids smoking. So he made them smoke a whole pack of cigarettes in front of him. He's like, you like cigarettes? You want to smoke? You want to smoke this whole pack? You ain't leaving here before, before you, until you smoke this whole pack. And they did it. And now they're permanent smokers. <laughs> I mean, it made them sick to their stomach, but they, you know, they kept on smoking after that. (laughs) And Moses said unto the people among whom I am are 600,000, are 600,000 footmen. And thou hast said, I will give them flesh that they may eat a whole month. And so now Moses is questioning God, right? Uh, Shall the flocks and the herds be slain for them to suffice them or shall the fish of the sea be gathered together for them 
to gather together for them to suffice them. Remember, God asked you to go. God asked Moses to gather the people. He didn't act to gather the 70 people to help him. He didn't ask Moses to go and to try and figure out how he was going to do a thing. He told him to tell his people, y'all going to get some food. Y'all going to get some flesh to eat. He didn't tell him the, he didn't tell them to try and figure out how he was going to do it. So when God tells you to say something or to do something, go do what he said or say what he said. And don't try and figure out what it is that he, how he going to do it. He got this. You ain't going to figure, you ain't going to be able to figure it out anyway. He got this. You might mess it up. And the Lord said unto Moses, is the Lord's hand waxed short? Thou shalt see how thou shalt see now whether my word shall come to pass unto thee or not. And so Moses kind of clown God for a second there. Is your hand waxed short? Like, <laughs> is your it's like asking God, are you a kangaroo? Are you, <laughs> are you not more than enough? What's going He's like, I know you can do this, Lord, but we know what's up. And Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord and gathered the 70 men of the elders of the people and set them round about the tabernacle. And the Lord came down in a cloud and spake unto him and took of the spirit that was upon him and and gave it unto the uh, 70 elders. And it came to pass that when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. And there, but there remained two of the men in the camp. The name of the one was Eldad and the name of the other Medad and the spirit rested upon them. And they, and they were of them that were written, but went not out unto the tabernacle and they prophesied in the camp. And there ran a young man and told Moses and said, Eldad and Medad do prophesy in the camp. And Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of Moses, one of his young men answered and said, My Lord Moses, forbid them. And Moses said unto him, Envious thou for my sake? Would God that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them. Why did he say, would it be great if all of Israel were prophets? Because then they would see that the king is coming. They would see the goodness of the Lord. They would see that the promised land um, is where they're supposed to be instead of murmuring. If they could see, if they could, if they could prophesy, they could see what's to come. They could see the blessings, see that they're not supposed to be here for such a long time as they have been. And Moses gave uh, into the camp and Moses got in him into the camp. He and the elders of Israel. And there went forth uh, a wind from the Lord and brought quails from the sea and let them fall by the camp as it were a day's journey on the other side. And as it were a day's journey on the other side, round about uh, the camp, and as it were two cubits high upon the face of the earth. And the people stood up all that day and all the night and all the next day. And they gathered the uh, quails. He that gathered least gathered 10 homers, 10 quails. Uh, oh, oh, actually homers is a measurement. So I just assumed that was quails, but uh, I, we can go look that up. I just want to, matter of fact, hold on a second. I should have looked that up earlier when I read it, but I didn't. But I, I just assumed that it was a quantity of two. I mean, of 10. Um, okay. Anyway. Um, all right. This talks about something else. So we're going to keep going. All right. And so. Um, wait a moment. Oh, verse uh, the blood of Jesus. All right, I should know how to turn it because for the win, na, 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 um, round about all oh, homers of 10, and they spread them all about for themselves round about the camp. And while the flesh was yet between their teeth, ear it was chewed, air it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was kindled against the people, and the Lord smote the people 
with a very great plague. And he called the name of that place Kibroth Hatava because they were buried, because there they buried the people that lusted. So when God gives you something, don't lust after something else. And the people journeyed from Kibroth Hatva unto Hazaroth and abode at Hazaroth. Oh, shoot. All right, so I'm going to have to quick fast this. Um, and so I want to read Numbers 12. Uh, but let me see here. Uh, here. Here you go. Uh, and Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. So Moses married a black chick. <laughs> and they said, they said, and they said, have the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Have he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. Uh-oh. God heard it. Remember in Habakkuk 2 and 2, it says, write it down and make it plain. And he that hear will hear it and carry it. Uh, God is listening. Just so you know. And uh, now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. Which were upon the face of the earth. And the Lord spake suddenly unto Moses and unto Aaron and unto Miriam. Come out ye three unto the tabernacle of the congregation. And they three came out. And the Lord came down in a pillar of the cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam. And they both came forth. Amen. In verse six, it says, um, and he said here, now my words, if there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord will make myself known unto him in a vision. And I will speak unto him in a dream. He is blessing them out. He like, you know how you shake your neck. I know <laughs> that's parents shaking their neck at their kids. Now I know I said something to you. I know I told you X, Y, Z. Okay. And he says, um, and he said, <laughs> and he said, hear now my words. If there be a, I shouldn't say he's shaking his neck. I apologize for that. You know, being firm. He like, he's, he done zoned in on them is what he doing. He said, and he said, hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, uh, oh, I already read that. I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so, who is faithful in all mine house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently, and not in the dark, not in dark speeches. Um. And, and similitude of the uh, Lord shall be, shall he behold. Wherefore, then were ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? And so he ain't going to speak to Moses in parables. He's going to speak to him directly. He's like, um, why, why would you speak against Moses? So he says, um, wherefore, then were ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Meaning, um they receive the spirit of pride, which came from the devil. And so they're saying you didn't have reverence for him because Moses is speaking in God's stead and moving in God's stead. And so God was highly upset and the anger of the Lord was kindled against them. And he departed and the, and the cloud departed uh, from off the tabernacle and behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow, and Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. And Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my Lord, I beseech thee, lay not the sin upon us wherein we have done foolishly and wherein we have sinned. Let not be as one dead of whom the flesh is half consumed when he cometh out of his mother's womb. And Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, Heal her now, O God, I beseech thee. And the Lord said unto Moses, If her father had but spit in her face, should she not be ashamed seven days? Let her be shut out from the camp seven days. After that, 
let her be received in again. And Miriam was shut out from the camp seven days and the people uh, journeyed not till Miriam was brought uh, in again. And afterward, the people removed from Moses, removed from Hazaroth and pitched in the wilderness of Paran. Oh, glory to God. And man, you're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. All right. So I got a point to this. Um, And it's coming up because I said we're going to talk about marry me. And all this time we're talking about how uh, Moses is doing his thing. He's following God. People are getting jealous and all kinds of stuff is happening. Right. And God is revealing his word to the people. And he's asking the people to be obedient. Numbers chapter 13. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel, of every tribe of every uh of every tribe of their fathers, shall ye send, shall ye uh shall ye send a man, every one a ruler among them. And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them. Uh, from the wilderness of Paran, all those men were heads of the children of Israel. And these were their names of the tribe of Reuben, Shemua, the son of Zakur, of the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat, the son of Hori, of the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, of the tribe of Issachar, Igal, the son of Joseph, of the tribe of Ephraim, Oshea, the son of Nun, of the tribe of Benjamin, uh, Palti, the son of Rephu, of the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel, the son of Sodi, of the tribe of Joseph, namely, of the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, the son of Susi, of the tribe of Dan, Emiel, the son of Gamali, of the tribe of Asher, Sethor, the son of Michael, of the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, the son of Vafshi, um, of the tribe of Gad, Gil, the son of Machi. These are the names of the men that Moses sent to spy out the land. And Moses called Oshea, the son of Nun, uh, Jehoshua, and uh, Moses sent him, sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them, get up this way southward and go up into the mountain and he, and see the land what it is and the people that dwell up therein, whether they be strong or weak or strong, whether they be strong or weak, few or many. And what the land is that they dwell in, whether it be good or bad, and what cities they be that they dwell in, whether it whether it whether in tents or in strongholds. That would be like a house. Uh and the uh so you're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Here's another problem that they had. We read we were finishing up the book of Numbers, chapter 13. Well, it said, uh, the last verse says, and there, there we saw the giants. I'm on verse 33, the sons of not of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. Now here's the problem. Here's their very big problem. Caleb said, let's go. We can overtake them. The other one said, we are as grasshoppers. We are beneath them. Hold on. You are God's people. You are beneath nothing. You are superior to everything else. You are, you are, you are given charge by God to go forth, be fruitful and multiply, have dominion over everything walking in this earth, everything breathing in this earth, crawling, walking, swimming, everything. Dominion over everything. And here they say, we are as grasshoppers. We are not God's image. Because see, those things that were giants in that land were not the image of God. They were the opposite of God. They were not, they, they, they were not of God. But here, Israel, 
still in the presence, in the image of God is saying, oh, they bigger than us, God. We ain't, we, we ain't you. We don't believe that you can overtake them. You, yeah, you brought us out of Egypt, but we don't believe you. What does that have to do with marrying me? When you marry your spouse and some other chicky come along or some other man come along, when you want, when a woman, when a man uh, says, hey, well, he, he asks you to marry him and you say yes, right? And let's say y'all go ahead and get married. And y'all been married for a year or two, maybe seven, 10 years or whatever. Sometimes it's the first year. Let's say y'all been married for a little bit. And then suddenly somebody else come around, come along and try and be a, try and be a scent under their nose, try and be a vision in their eyes. And that person turns from you and goes, Ooh, I think I like that one over there better. Well, well hold on. Wait a minute. Me, you and I, we've been in this for a minute now. You said, you know, that we should not part, that we are married, we are together. We've been in this for a couple of years. So you smell something or you see something and you just going to turn away just because you see something. You see something and it may look good or you start comparing me to them, but they don't have your history. They don't have this history that you and I got and you just going to leave. And so God is like, look, I have been with you. I'm the one that got you out of that. I'm the one that left that got you out of Egypt. I'm the one that's been feeding you and clothing you and making sure your shoes and your clothes don't tear up and, and be decay. And you, all your needs are met. All your needs and your wants are met. And you're going to turn from me for this thing that smells like a little something. But when you peel, see, when they peel back the layer of that scent, they found out that that person don't take a bath every day. Not only do they not take a bath every day, they smell like sewage. But they don't work. They refuse to work. Not that they can't. They won't work. They won't clean the house. They won't say anything good to you. Everything that comes out of their mouth is a bad report. Everything that comes out of their mouth is hate and just just trash. They carry trash with them. They like a they're like a gigantic garbage can. They carry a bag of trash with them wherever they go, and they try and dump that trash wherever they go. And you traded in what is lovely for what something that is carrying trash, smells like trash, act like trash, look like trash, talk like trash. All they hear is trash, and and all they talk is trash. And you gave up your beloved for trash. That's what God is saying. When you give God, when you give up God and you turn from God and you go to his enemy, which is Satan. He's saying that you are giving up the blessings of God for trash. That's what he's saying. You're giving up the blessings of God for trash. And for that, if that's what you want, he will give it to you. He will let you have it. Just like they complained and said, I want fish. I want some flesh. He said, okay, you want flesh? I'm going to make sure it starts pouring out of your nose. You're going to be so tired of this. I gave you what will sustain you and keep you. You want it. You didn't want the flesh. You wanted to go and be a slave again. He's like, I'm not, I will keep. He he basically told them, let them know, I will kill you first before I let you go be a slave again. Because for them to go back to Egypt is for God to surrender to Satan. They didn't realize that. For them to go back to Egypt and to, re, re, to restore their position as a slave in the in the in pharaoh's house restore themselves as a, as a position of a slave is to say god was not able to deliver me nor to provide for all my needs and my wants god did not satisfy my loins my heart my mind my soul my strength my salvation with long life did he not satisfy me he didn't show me his salvation that's what they're saying that 40 days that those men stayed in that out there searching is the same 40 days that Jesus is, is an example of the 40 days that Jesus spent fasting 40 days in the wilderness in the wilderness. And he's being tempted by the devil for 40 days. 
when they went to spy out this land, they did the same thing, but they could not carry the mantle except for one. Why? Because he did not, he refused to be disobedient. And he said, he followed Moses when Moses said, be of courage, meaning listen to God. You are married to the Lord God almighty. Hear his voice. Fear not. When he told them to be of courage, he wasn't talking of himself. He was speaking from God. So I say this to you today. You that are married to the Lord God Almighty through the blood of Jesus, through the salvation of Jesus Christ, through the forgiveness of your sins, do not turn from God. Stick with God. Do not turn from the Lord Jehovah God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Jehovah is the Father. Jesus is the Son. The Holy Ghost is the mind of Christ, the Holy Spirit. Don't turn from the Lord. You must have all three. Believing in all three gets you into the kingdom of heaven, gets you that forgiveness of all your sins, gets you that freedom and keeps you free. So you don't want to go back to the dude that's kicking your butt every night. So you don't want to go back into slavery. So you don't keep looking back at that boyfriend that never even bought you flowers, winning buy you dinner. He just wanted sex. He just wanted to dump into you. He just wanted to do whatever. He just wanted to issue you out to your friends, to his friends. He would make you have sex with his friends and say, oh, I love you. He ain't love you. God is saying, I got better for you. I got a man that will love you and will not mistreat you and will not issue you out to people. That's called being a slave when you get issued out. God said, I want to bless you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, now is the perfect time to give your heart to the Lord. Now is the time to say, yes, God, I want you in my life. Yes, Lord God, I want to be forgiven of all my sins. Yes, Lord God. I understand that Jesus Christ is Lord. He paid the price on the cross for me. I understand that Jehovah God is the Father and the Holy Ghost is the mind of Christ. I understand what she said. I accept what she said and I believe it. Lord God, I want to be free of my sins. I don't want to go back to hell again. I don't want to go back to sin. I don't want to be a slave to no one and no thing. I want to be free 100%. And I want to stay that way. John 3, 16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. That's us, y'all. Repeat this prayer after me. You want to be saved and forgiven of all your sins. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was. From this day forward, Lord Jesus, I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father. In the name of Jesus, I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved. Amen. Woo. Hallelujah. Amen. Congratulations. Hallelujah. Now, what do you do? Now that you say you take authority over your body. If you have any sickness or pain in your body or something that ain't right, 
Now, if it's like something that's cosmetic, like say you're healthy, but you don't like your nose, um, that's a whole nother issue. And we'll do, we'll, we'll, I would say, just say, Lord God, I want to love who I am and how I look. So start calling yourself beautiful. Say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am, I am gorgeous. God loves the way I look and I love the way I look. Amen. All right. Um, and for if there's any uh, pain or sickness in your body, those are spirits of sin. And so take authority over it. Say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke sickness in my body. And you can name it specifically if it's something with a, a particular body part. You can name whatever the name that is, whatever the doctor told you that name is, or whatever you know it to be. I rebuke sickness in my body or pain in my body. And I receive healing to my whole body. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And you do the same thing with your uh, bank accounts. If you, you ain't got no money, you kind of like your banks, are, your bank account is coughing, saying, give me some gas, give me some money. And so say, I rebuke lack and poverty in my life and in my accounts. And I speak riches into my life, into my accounts. I am a multimillionaire. I am a multi-billionaire. I am rich and I have all my, I'm out of debt and all my needs are met and I have plenty more put up in store. All my needs and wants are met and I have plenty more put up in store. I am the blessed of God. Amen. Amen. Take the 10 week foundations course. i uh, read your Bible every day. Start off with the book of John. And, um, I pray Lord God, that you give them a church, to, a church home to go to that, that they may learn of you in spirit and in truth. Amen. And keep taking authority, um, over your life. Uh, and, uh, don't forget shop lutgerado.com. So when you shop lutgerado.com forward slash shop, um, that money uh, helps the radio station to get equipment that we need and things like that. And so, um, so come to lutgerado.com, participate in a fundraiser, participate by buying um, the t-shirts or the products uh, on the website. Um, and know that Jesus loves you, beloved, 100%. Jesus loves you. That'll never change. All right. God loves you. Peace and love be unto you. Amen. 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 And we'll just say this quick prayer before we go. Numbers chapter six, because you should pray for your family and for yourself every time before you leave out the house. The Lord bless thee. I'm in numbers chapter six, verse 24 through 27. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Go in peace. My name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. God bless. Amen.